Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. I don't want to go in there, you guys. Light does not permeate this darkness, it seems. Frightening. And you see hundreds of unblinking eyes staring up at you. They look like... You know, a beholder, these are just but like tiny, right? These are like, tiny babies? I wonder where's where mama is. What are you doing here? Oh, just passing through? We would love to just continue on our way. What do you have to offer me? It says I wish for my freedom. Well, we are here to essentially liberate everybody from this flying fortress that includes you mama do you not want to fight for your freedom rather than being here with all of your dream children forever i would fight for my freedom however i am bound to this cavern thank you for boxy we'll meet again we will return with this key and you will help us fight for freedom Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Carla Maxted. That is me. I play Yen Bolnuri, a Kalishtar cleric. And Tom Laird. That's me. Play Flint Firebeard, a champion dwarf fighter. And Amy Moore. Mm-hmm. I'm Thea Amastasia, and I play a high elf druid. I said I am Thea Amastasia, and I play... Yeah. Well, you are. You embody yeah, you her. You are. It was accurate. Also, I wish you would have told me that we were going for sassy mm-hmms after the intros, because I totally would have done something different. I know. You mm-hmm. really did kind of oh. bring the sass. See, I'm this sorry. is what the downtime is for, everybody. To where discuss we our... Discuss what we're doing in the do. next <laughs> one. With the common theme, which we missed in the last one. But hey, we have downtimes over on Patreon. What's a downtime? Oh, we get to bitch and complain. Well, that's where we talk about the episode we just recorded. That too. Yeah, we record an episode, and then we discuss... What we liked, what we didn't like, how Russ was mean to us, what our plans are. How Russ was mean to us. Don't forget that part. Yeah. Hey, don't worry. They don't talk about that a lot because Russ is never mean to them. You know, just random guesses about what might happen or occasionally. And you might think we use this time to discuss strategy. We do not. No, no. Yeah, you'd be wrong. Almost never. You'd think we could like regroup. This is a really good organized time to regroup and plan what we're going to do next time. Nope. No, we don't use it no. for that. We mostly just uh, talk about Russ to his face. And it's fun. It's lighthearted and it's fun and we laugh and have a good time. Yeah. When I was like, hey, guys, we should just, you know, all this all this stuff that we're doing where we're just, you know, talking about how much Russ was a, was a dum-dum or a doink <laughs> or we just wanted to put it into a thing. So you can join us over on Patreon at the $5 or up tiers to get access to those weekly extra bonus episodes. Woo-woo. Um, but when you are a patron, you also get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Weston Sensing. Thanks, Thanks Weston. Weston Sensing. Good name. Do our patrons Weston. have the best names? They I, I really feel do. like every week I'm like, damn, that's a good name. That seems oh, like a book name or a movie name or yeah. something. And I like it. We love all Did Jane Austen write about you by any chance, Weston? I, I yes. don't get the reference. 
Yeah. I believe it's so. It's not a reference. It's just it, it does sound it like, a, like a book name. Oh. It does. Like maybe he's from a Jane Austen novel. Agreed. Ooh, maybe. Maybe. Patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. Come join us over there. Your name is awesome too. Now fuck it, let's play. So we're in a trash pot. You are hovering yep. above a trash pile. Trash. The Otiux below you um, are about finished the refuse that they uh, are, have procured from the skeletons that have walked in, paid no attention to you, and walked out. And we join back in the conversation of whether to backtrack or whether to conjure and go. I think we should go forward and find... Oh, gosh, after seeing those beholders, I just feel really bad about this. But, like, go forward, find something to kill for them to eat. I'm sure we'll find some sort of nasty creature that wants us dead. We'll kill it. We'll bring it back here. Well, what if we just go where the skeletons came from with the food that they brought? Maybe we'll be able to find more there. Yeah, okay, that's a good idea. Yes. I guess maybe we try and time it if they seem to be coming in in regular intervals. I know there was one and then there was a couple. I don't know if that seems to be regular or just random. There have not been enough uh, as the Otux are finishing their current piles to determine if there is any pre-scheduled enterings of skeletons. Okay. We are going to come back and we are going to bring you delicious food. Hurry! And when we do, I want that key. Yes. Okay. We'll see you soon. And we fly over and then I imagine have to get off to get down to go through the crack. As you as you fly over, um, what looked like a crack opens up into more of a channel. And beyond, you see that the um, the filth is kind of pouring into it um, a little bit around the sides. But it's, again, another rough-walled cavern. And it contains, like, the, the filth and the stench that you smelled in the last room permeates through into this room. In fact, at this point, I'd like everybody to make a constitution saving throw. Because of the stinky bits? Because of the stinky bits. Wow. That's a lot of stink. Oh, God, no. It's not good. Mine isn't great either. 11. 10. Oh, no, I get a plus one. 12. Cheers, 24. Uh, con bonus. What? <laughs> yeah, right? So my con bonus is plus nine. Hmm. Cool. So you just got to, you just got to roll a, you got to roll a one. 25. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there it is. Um, everybody has succeeded. It stinks real bad, but you're, you're not going to take any, any sort of uh, physical damage from it. Uh, and as you enter into this new cavern, you see... Uh, 20 unarmed skeletons standing, waiting in line, each uh, beside a cart and what looks like a chute in the wall. Um, they don't look to you as you enter. There is ambience of the room. There's like shadows that curl like smoke from the wall. Um, so they are all waiting at this at this cart um, in line. Are they wearing clothes? Doesn't matter. I'm just want to 
paint a visual picture for me. Yeah. No, they're just naked skeletons. Nude skeletons. You can Perfect. see all the bones. Okay. <laughs> Except the most important ones now because they're skeletons. You know. <laughs> I winked, but nobody could see that because this is a... It was a very dramatic yeah. wink. Yeah, it's very very dramatic dramatic it's the only yeah. way I wink. <laughs> I was trying to make like a lack of dick joke because... Mm-hmm. Oh, we yeah. got it. Oh, I feel like he succeeded. Yeah, I feel like I don't think it landed. No, it lingered. No, everyone got it. It lingered for sure. (laughs) Anyway. Well, we drove it home here. You know, you know when you're reading through your your sheet to find something useful, Mm -hmm. and then you come across something that you're like, "Well, fuck." Turns out, I have something called Primal Strike, and when I attack in beast form. My attack counts as magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance and immunity to non-magical attacks and damage. Huh. Huh. Well, that's interesting information. Yep. Isn't it just? That's a thing that you have had the whole time? Uh-huh. I mean, cool. yeah, no, like the whole time, I guess it doesn't time, matter because you've never attacked or been attacked when you've been in creature form. So this is just, yeah, no, this, this would, wouldn't have been useful yeah. information to have. Definitely haven't been um, attacked, but like non-magical attacks. The thing about these higher level characters is that there's just so much to remember. There's so much. That's why I played a fighter who only fights. I feel like you guys, I don't want to call you out, but you have been playing these characters for years. So I feel like you should, but maybe that makes it harder. I think I've read it wrong this whole time. I don't know. What did you figure out? That I you have shouldn't... primal strike, uh-huh. and when I'm an animal, mm-hmm. I have resistance and immunity to non-magical attacks and damage. Why you not use that? Why I not use that? <laughs> Why you not use that? I'm sorry. I'm just going to have to put this back on the listeners just for a minute. You guys, Come on, you're guys. supposed to tell me. We count on like you this. to stop us from doing dumb shit. <laughs> like forgetting about very powerful things that we can do that would be life-saving. From like, since like level three or something like that like it's been a long time oh man since i could wild shape i've had this ability i'm a disgrace we're real good at D, guys oh, oh i can't remember uh, we're in a shopping cart lineup filled with skeletons yes we're in a shop we're in um a garbage chute lineup staffed so, by skeletons yeah so so you know that means that your attacks don't co- impose resistance and immunity Oh, it's it not says, attacks on you. Your attacks in beast form yeah. count as magical for yeah. the purpose of overcoming resistance. Yeah. So it's not attacks on you. And it's immunity you to when them. you scratch them. If oh, they thank have God. Resistance. See, okay. I've read it now I mean, reversed good. twice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So Oof. you haven't been taking extra damage. You might yeah. have been giving less damage because you also haven't been necessarily bringing that. Oh, I feel like you brought that up at some point. Have I? Yeah. yeah. So if you pierce someone and they have resistance, you say, ah, you know ah, ah, it's actually magic. magic. Yep. This is this should be downtime stuff, This everybody. should be downtime stuff. This is the stuff. kind of oh, stuff that you can get in downtime. No, it's not it's because not. we just this talked about it right now. This is way more strategy talk than we would ever <laughs> yeah. have in a downtime. A little sneak peek for you in what would maybe happen in downtime. For downtime, right. really, is just Amy going, I'm mad about this. This is, right. you know what really grinds my gears? Uh, we're never going to get through this pyramid, everybody. Let's no, just I know. keep going we, here. We've just and accepted that we live here We've now. resigned. We, yes, this so is our we're place in of residence. lineup. We're outside the trash Costco. Yep. Behind all the naked skeletons. Do you think that we could like budge in line somehow, but not upset anybody? You see after, uh, as you enter and wait just a moment and you're 
talking about budging in line and about your magical attacks or non-magical attacks or whatever the hell you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see a pile of this refuse pile come out of this chute and land down in this cart, and the skeleton who's standing at it reaches down, picks it up, and begins to walk towards the exit where you walked in. Okay, I totally imagine them all with shopping carts in a line. <laughs> and they'd like... <laughs> It, yeah, like the garbage chute dumps it into their shopping cart, and they wheel their shopping cart away. I like They've that. Got better. their trolleys they, in the queue. Yes. <laughs> we now have them with shopping carts. <laughs> Perfect. And the refuse falls down into the shopping cart, and it turns, and you hear the squeaky wheels. You know when you see a random shopping cart in a ditch somewhere, mm-hmm. and you think like, "How'd that get there? We're miles away from a Walmart." It's because it's been kicked out of a floating pyramid somewhere mm. above yeah. oh my God. because it was this damaged. This explains a lot. This really yeah, does. That's just where it comes from. I mean, it is what I'm going to think every time I see a random shopping cart now, so thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. That's fun. It's a little more whimsical than the alternative. Uh, it rolls by your location and out into the OTX. And still uh, nothing like cavern. the the skeletons Not looking are like. at us. No, they all kind of drive forward with their carts yeah. and stop and wait. Okay. Is this going to be good enough? I don't know. Maybe if we had more, they wanted uh, more food. So double load? I wonder if we interrupt the skeletons, then they notice and attack us? Yeah, I don't know. They don't seem to be really kind of conscious. Are there other empty carts in the room as well, Russ? Do we need a quarter to get one out? Yeah. Uh, Odds yes, evens no. Uh, Odds yes. There's one overturned cart. It's missing one wheel. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a bit bent out of shape. It's off in the corner. Well, if we need more of the, I guess, food? Is that? Yeah, sure. All right. Yes, food. If we need more of the food, maybe we can, like, swap out this empty cart for one that gets filled up and then fill it up a second time and then take it from a from a skeleton after that. Then we deliver more food because that's what they want. Sure, yeah. Just okay, bring I love- them and be like, we've got more where this came from. You want, we just stand in line, we go, they fill it up, we wait, we get a second load, and then we go. Are we budging? Are we line budgers? Is that who we are now? <laughs> it's just us, guys. Um, There's a time and a place, so... I'm uh, All I'm wondering is, are all these skeletons coming back in there with this? Yes. It seems like a fairly constant supply of the same kind of food. This is true. They said they want good food. Better mm-hmm. food. Do we maybe bring them this and just see if it works? I mean, did they seem like very smart to you, Yenbol, or? Uh, no, but I do feel like we want perhaps something better. Or at least more. Perhaps we go a little bit further and see what we see. If nothing better, we come back, we take the trash, we try that. Okay. Yeah. Is there an exit to this room other than the trash chute? Negative. Just the one you came in. Hmm. Well, but there was another exit out of the. Yeah. Yeah. Was another entrance exit out of the other. Out of the trash room. 
Yeah. Oh, well, if we have to go back into the trash room, we may as well try and bring a double cart to see if it works. If it does not work, we're already here. May as well get trash. That's what I always say. Very applicable saying. Okay, <laughs> we wait for trash. We wait patiently in the lineup. <laughs> we get a cart and wait anybody. patiently in the lineup for some trash. But when it fills up, then we'll wait for a double load. Like you're just getting in line at the end. Yeah. 20 skeletons deep. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so <laughs> little montage scene. We see you get in line here at the back. I lean over to Maddox and I say, I spy with my little eye. God damn it. Something that is green. Is it trash? Yeah, your turn. 20 minutes later. <laughs> is it that brown paper bag over there? No. Is it that pile of poop over there? No. Is it that scar on that um, that skeleton up there? No. Is it this uh, label on the shopping cart? No. <sighs> oh my God, is it my bag? 40 minutes later. Is it Flint's leather belt? No. Is it Yenbull's tassels on her rug? No. Is it I don't want to play anymore. No, wait. My shoes? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, now I don't want to play anymore. 30 minutes later. (laughs) Would you rather... Oh, God, we're next. Jesus. Uh, you're next in line. Mm-hmm. And uh, a pile of gar- refuse comes down and lands in your cart. We, we wait for... We're going to wait for the next a second We want dump. a double pile. We want it two piles high. You see the, the skeletons checking their imaginary watches behind you. <laughs> it's their... Impatiently waiting. No one likes just the line. Wish they could play I Spy with them. Their teeth are chattering together as mm-hmm. it looks like they're just getting antsy by the fact that you're waiting there. And then another pile comes down and into your cart. It's overflowing now. You begin to push the cart at this point. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I feel like we have we kind of support it by the sides as well. You yeah, said there are only, only three, three wheels, wheels yeah. and yeah. we're compensating for the weight. No, that's okay. I was going to make it fall out of, if you didn't say something. So good. Figured. Good. Yep. <laughs> I figured you told us it had three wheels for a reason. Yep. That yep. was a fuck Always. us over with later. Yep. Uh, okay, you roll the cart back out. <laughs> And you roll it back into the OTF's lair who are eating uh, just other other stuff in there. You don't, you don't even need to know. It's just... It's better if we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And they turn and look at you and say, bring food? Yes, we brought food. Lots of food. Mm, they stomp closer towards you. You have key? You drop food. Mm, I want to see the key. One of them moves one of their tentacles and goes deep into one of the piles and pulls back a literal key. It's covered in filth, mm-hmm. but it is, it is a key, and it moves it towards you and says, drop food. I want to make sure that the carpet is with us, so hopefully when we get the key, 
we can just be on it. Okay. And uh, sure. Go back. Uh, the the carpet can be where you want it to okay. be. Yeah, it'll yep. it'll be with us. Okay. Can one of you make sure you get the key? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll drop food. We'll take key. Thank you. So I okay. st- I start to dump the cart. The refuse begins to fall to the ground and it moves its tentacle closer to your direction. I put my hand out stretched. <laughs> it moves closer and closer until all of the refuse has fallen to the ground and it's within arm's reach from you, Thea. I reach just a little bit further and wrap my hand around the key. The tentacle is holding tight to the key. I give it like a little scratchy scratch with my finger, a little tickle with my finger. And I also pull out the last of that bread and the smelly cheese and put it on the top as the cherry on the garbage sundae. It releases the key and both of them rush towards the refuse and begin devouring it. Quickly, on the carpet. Hop on the carpet and I take out my water skin and I <laughs> rinse the key off and my hand. And we, we carpet back the way we came. You zip back down and into the dark chamber. And as you enter the darkened chamber, the darkness clears around you as you fly back into the center and you hear the clicking around you. Have you brought the key? Yeah, we have it. I lift up the key. The room gets brighter as the beholder comes down towards you, hovering above, um, and you feel like a tug, uh, like it's manipulating it without touching. Oh, and I let go. And it raises it towards itself and gazes upon it, spins around in place in front of it, and then there's a bright flash of light that comes from this key and it illuminates the entire room and you can see all of these eyes for once blink in that moment and begin to swirl around this room and they come close to you and are swirling around and then quickly move back to the walls and you hear you you feel like this this energy like drop around you and for Buxy, smiles and looks down to you and says, you have held your word. Was there ever any doubt? Always. Fair enough. Says, you must go. Can we trust that you'll keep your end of the deal? I will. Two caverns open up. You will go down the one on the left. I will catch up to you. Thank you. You walk down the path, and where before it brought you into this filth layer, this brings you into a different area. You see in this chamber uh, twisting ledges that divide 
it into multiple sections, creating a series of deep tiers. You see stalagmites that dot the floor, and you hear like a babbling sound. Like, are we talking brook or, or incoherent talking? Yeah. <laughs> like in, incoherent babble. Damn it. I was hoping it was brook. Me too. Every, it's never brook, is it? Everybody make an intelligence check. <laughs> I will put a babbling brook in the side scroller just for you, Amy. <laughs> An intelligence check, you say? Mm. Well, I got a four. So I got a six. Wow. We're doing great. Yeah, that's that's pretty good, guys. I got a 11. <laughs> oh, so nice. we're killing How about Maddox? Fingers crossed. Five. Five. Wow. Oh, around the board. Yeah, that's well, good rolls. Was... Um, Flint, fortunately, 11 was enough <laughs> to know that this. Yeah, I know, uh... right? Um, to know that this babbling that you hear in uh, as you focus on it, it sounds like different languages and and almost different voices, absolutely different voices, but you recognize it as the sound of a uh, gibbering mouther, or two of them. Did you guys hear that? Make a nature check if you want to know anything more about them. Boy, do I, I, because they sound great. Just based on the name, delightful. Uh, Do we get to make that nature check if we don't know what it was to begin with? Flint hasn't told you anything about it Right, right. It's okay. It was a terrible roll. Oh, nat 20. Oh, hey, yo. Um, I think I think we don't want to get too close to these things. What are they? Well, they're they're, they're called gibbering mouthers. Flattering oh. name. That sounds yep. terrible. Yeah, well, they're hideous to look at for starters, but then they can also mess with your mind. So careful here. Great. This lich, I don't understand his design aesthetic. So beautiful when we got here. The library, the bathroom, the nicest bathroom in the whole world. And then I feel like piles of that garbage. That was a librarian. And... Yeah, yes. I, I feel like that could be the influence of the greeter there. You're right. You're right. Whose the rest has been very consistently, completely disgusting. Wallace. Wallace. Just echoed on the wind. Wallace. Oh, shit. It was Wallace. Wallace. Sorry, we forgot you, Wallace. Um, okay, so in this room... Uh, so you're standing at like the top tier and it descends down and there are stalagmites. Um, three of them on the first tier, two on the second, two on the bottom most tier. And then it all kind of, it all narrows down to a, um, a passageway down at the bottom of these tiers. Do we just plug our ears and... Perhaps. Okay, let's do it. Let's just, um, yeah. Let's go. So you're all plugging your ears and moving down these deep trenches, which are uh, ten feet high. It's easily easy to scale, but so we are. I'm having a hard time visualizing this place. It's like it's like a call it like. Picture it like a coliseum, so each tier moves down another 10 feet. Oh, okay, and we are at the bottom. You're at the top. Oh, we are at the top. 
And down at the bottom, it narrows to an opening. And then there are these stalagmites sticking up in each of these tiers. Neat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, we can't actually climb down these with our hands covering our ears. So <laughs> I take my hands off my ears and I start to climb down. Because we can see, right, that they yeah. end and that there is the place we need to go. All right. I'm going down. I'm yelling timber. Uh, okay, you go down first, and you land next to uh, one of these stalagmites. Um, and the gibbering gets louder as you descend down this ten-foot... Start to hum loudly. Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, but I'm humming so loud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious what you're humming, though. I mean, I think Kesha. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so it's okay. certainly yeah. in my head now. <laughs> For sure, I'm so sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> a wisdom saving throw? Yes. Oh, fuck, yeah. How about a 26? Whoa. You hear the babbling get louder, and you turn, and you instantly see this gaping maw before you. You know, describe what you see. Oh. (laughs) Well, it's a little bit of kind of a red goop monster, so it seems. It seems very, kind of like how I, like, maybe like putty like silly putty that's been molded into this, like it has this horrifically long, um, tall mouth and like little like gooey bits that come off of it. And it's got like a mouth on its knee and it's got like this big blobby torso, several mouths in there too. Also, it looks like several sets of teeth, kind of like alien, like mouth within the mouth situation here. It's yuck. Delicious. I go, hi. It's yuck. Roll for initiative. <laughs> hi. Oh, 21. What? What is uh, happening? Five. Twelve. Go, Thea. Athea casts fairy fire on this creature, and it um, envelops it in a violet light. Um... And if it fails, any creature in the area, blah, blah, blah. Okay, it has to make a dexterity saving throw. 19. Oh. Yeah, okay then. More more dexterous you would you would think that blob would be. Hey? Really? You wouldn't think a monster comprised of mouths would be very dexterous. I rolled a nat rolled 20. A nat 20. Uh, and then I just say, fine. <laughs> That's that's what you do. Yeah. Oh no, no, that's not all I do. I get to go more than one time. I know this. I'm going to <laughs> No. How close is it to me? It's like right in front of you. Oh, can I use my um can I use my shield to jab at it? Sure. What would that like a D six? Well, I need to roll to attack I plus strength. Plus strength, okay. Well, you gotta roll to attack first, but... So, plus strength. Uh, 19. Uh, that will hit it. So, is this 1d6? 1d6. Plus nothing? Plus strength. Five. Uh, okay, it, um... It, you hit it, and it, like, cracks a tooth inside one of its mouths, and it shrieks and babbles. Everybody else, you looking down on this, you saw, um this one of these stalagmites turn from 
turn from ground into this thing as Thea rams her shield into it. Um, and you, Thea, need to make a dexterity saving throw as it releases this, like, chemical spittle 18. from its mouth. It it goes towards your eyes, and you close them in time and cover with your shield, um, and you hear, like, sizzle on the other side of your shield as it rolls down. I turn the shield around, and I see it's marred, the beautiful, intricate designs on the front, and I'm just like, you fucking... And it reaches out to bite you uh, for a 14. Not going to be it. Okay. Jump back. Cool. Flint. Uh, all right. Am I still like up above this thing? Yes, sir. Yeah, Thea was the one who specified she went down first. So Can you yep. like fly from above? Yeah. I mean, some sort of jumping, flying axe attack sounds good. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's only axe 10 feet. attack. Uh, okay. Or I guess, uh, I wonder what would be better for me to use, whether it's the axe or the... No, we're going to go with the Moist Tongue Longsword, Russ. I mean, it's a tried and true method. Yep. So, uh, as I jump and I, like, put the sword so that I have, like, both hands on the hilt and I'm, like, going to drive it down, I I yell the word, Moist! As I go. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. And uh, I guess roll to hit. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, that should be all right. That is... Not too bad if I do say so myself. A 26 to hit. Yep. You got it. That is... 14 damage and then some extra cold damage. An extra six, so 20 all said and done. Uh, Okay, you stab down deep into this, the flesh of this monster, and it tries to like bite up at your hand. Your sword is embedded inside of it. I mean, you can take uh, maybe take an action to try and withdraw it, and then you'd have another action because you have 18 actions, right? Uh, I do have 18 yeah. actions, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'll I'll pull the sword out with one other action, and I will attack it again with the Moist Tongue Longsword. Right. That's a 19 that time. Roll me some damage. All right. Uh, six and five is 11... Plus an extra five, so 16 damage. Uh, You slice into it deep, and you feel it kind of wrap around the... You feel it wrap around the sword, and the flesh around it is freezing and decaying as it does so, and it tries to pull you in uh, to one of its mouths. Make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 17. Uh, You manage to get free, but you release your sword, and it gets enveloped in, and then as the cold seeps into its skin, it rolls down to the floor, which um, does not bounce to the next tier, but it's down on the floor. Uh, Yenbul. Um, How tall is this room? Where you are standing, it's probably only 10 or 15 feet tall, but at the lowest point, it's another 10, 20... 
30, 45 feet. So 15 feet where you are, 25 where this thing is. Right. So what is that? 30, 50 feet total? Yeah. 40 feet total? Math's hard. Right. Uh, okay. Um, and how is the thing doing? Uh, it is bleeding and um, teeth have been knocked out and like huge gouges have been taken out of it. But yeah, like decaying, decaying flesh from the cold damage of the sword. So it's, you know, it's having better days. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Um, then I am going to, so there's a bunch of those other stalagmites, right? There are several more. So I might want to be proactive since we know that those turn into the creatures, right? <laughs> I mean, that is certainly what it appears. Certainly like. how, how it appears. So I am going to, let's give that a shot. Um, yeah, I'm just going to cast Thunder Wave at one of the other stalagmites that is closest to me. Okay. Um, uh, that one's a deck save on my part, or you have to attack uh, it? With is it is a. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's not what I was going to do, but the thing's hurt, so I don't want to waste something real rad on it. Mm hmm. <laughs> um. Con save. Okay. Uh, describe to me what your thunder wave looks like. Um, well, I guess since we're sort of in an underground cavern, like the air moves, but because I am directing it at ground, it would almost be more like an earthquake, I think, as it hit this stalagmite with thunderous force. You see the it ripple through the space and hits the stalagmite and it begins to crumble and crush and explodes out into the room as uh, dust and pebble. Oh. Well, sort of anticlimactic, but yay! Unless you, yeah, unless it really was a creature and you killed it, it just... Yeah, no, that's what I mean. I'm going to assume that's what happened. Um, That's all I get to do. I only have one attack. Uh, Amy hadn't clued in that it was previously potentially a stalagmite. And (laughs) so uh, Thea looks up to you and goes like, what? Yes, we had the advantage of watching from above, like as the thing turned into the thing. You didn't, I mean, it's, it makes sense that you wouldn't have known that's what was happening. What that giant rock do to you, Yenbo? Okay, uh, we're to Mannix. They're going to uh, draw their mace and move down towards the the stalagmite that you just exploded and try and make their way down to the next tier. So they're going to make it down to the next tier, which is more of a clear opening. So there, it looks like they're trying to make their way down to this opening down at the bottom here by bypassing as many of the stalagmites as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you rang? This hurt things in front of me. <laughs> yeah, it's looking a little pretty bad. And Flint's beside me? And Flint is beside you. Cool. You know, just so I don't hurt him. I don't think you can hurt Flint. You have to try it's entirely real possible hard. in theory. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, magically maybe, but... Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to cast Toll the Dead, and I'm going to point my finger 
at the what's it called again? The, gibbering uh, mouther. Gibbering mouther. Ugh. And we hear that awful bell sound ringing in the air, and the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw, or take one d twelve necrotic damage. Oh, well, go fuck yourself. You just go fuck yourself. Or nothing happens yet again. I can't wait to transcribe that. <laughs> right? <laughs> nat, nat, natty 20. Whatever. Again? Nobody cares, again. Russ. I did. <laughs> Nobody likes your trick die, Russ. Um, yeah, Russ. I, I, MetallicDiceGames.com. You can I go talked, use the I, promo code DRAGONS. Can you take a look at that die and just make sure it's not 20 on every oh. die? <laughs> oh, it didn't even occur oh. to me. <laughs> No, it rolled a six. It's fine. That sounds right. Okay, sounds like <laughs> yeah. a legitimate dice. <laughs> um, I second time. Sorry, Russ. What was the promo code for Metallic Dice Games? You can use promo code Dragons ten percent off and get these sweet dice that roll that apparently really well. Lots of twenty. Yeah, it's the Misfit Metallic Dice. Go check it out. MetallicDiceGames.com. It's the middle time. Oh, I haven't sung that in forever. Oh, it's been so long. Oh, God, some, nobody's taking summer vacation anymore. Well, is that because it's not summer anymore? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm not taking a summer vacation again till like for like a year. Okay, we've got that out of the way. But we missed you guys and we're back. We can't wait to share all the great stories like this shopping cart episode. Can you believe it? Oh, just oh, waiting in boy. line. There's trash monsters. You know, oh, you, shows great. when they come back after a month long break usually bring you like a real humdinger, yeah. a, real, a real whammy. Yeah, they try to like wrap up a cliffhanger or nah. something, but nah, shopping carts and garbage monsters. That's yeah, right. that's what we did. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> this is the middle of the episode. Classic where Dungeons. We can't apologize for what we did several months ago, but that's where the schedule landed. So uh, what we want to tell you about today is directed to you, our patrons, patrons who live over at patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. We've got this, this great survey that we've got going around over there. In fact, it's what we call a community survey where we want to hear what you think about what we're offering on Patreon. We want to give you more of the stuff you like and less of the stuff you don't like. So we'd really appreciate it. You just filled out the survey. It's very short and easy. It's really easy. And then we would have a better idea. Then we can maybe give you more of the stuff you're hungry for. And if there's something that, you know, you're not super digging in there, those are options in the in the survey. You can let us know. This survey that we want you to fill out, it's going to dictate what we've got coming forward from October uh, into next year. Uh, so please have your say. If you are a patron of ours, if you're not, we'd love for you to come join us as well. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. And now let's get back to the episode, see how much more shopping carts we can find in this lich's lair. It's probably more than you think. Trash on trash on trash. Done promoing during my turn. Thea looks down at her. Seemed like a good opportunity. (laughs) And is like, this is the third spell that has, I think, completely fallen flat for Thea. And is like, the fuck? Um, Hey, Flint, do you have a weapon I can borrow or something? I'm not allowed to ask? No, you're totally allowed. You don't have a weapon? No! I have have an oath bow. You have a shield. You don't have, no. like, a scimitar a from, like, when we were playing around the table? Come on. Yeah. 
backpack, bedroll, high leather, longbow, sling, tinderbox. Yeah, I, think, I think I remember this... there was a point that you dropped a bunch of shit because you were like all druidy and bullshit. Oh, right. <laughs> because metal working didn't... Working with right. the nature. I was like, no, I don't want it. Uh, ah, regrets. I've had a few. Regrets. But then again, there's a gibbering mouther. <laughs> yeah, I ahead. do fucking have a pass without a trace potion. It's in my character sheet. Yeah, you've been afraid to use it since. Well, I, you know, I actually didn't years. think I had it. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, I do have a two handed great axe if you want May it. May I? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Um. Uh, it is 2d12 for damage. Jesus Christ. Plus your strength and not proficiency because you're not proficient. Yeah. Well, I rolled a one. So I think I lift it up over my head and it's heavy and it goes back and and I'm like, back "Ah!" over. (laughs) And I, and I fallen over backwards. Um, and I, I don't know. Can a gibbering mouther laugh? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it sounds babbling, but you get that it's laughing, like hardcore and spitting up blood as it does so. I get up and I like rub my lower back and I'm like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> Flint, your turn. No, it's the gibbering mouther's turn. It's going to go for Flint. <laughs> it's not uh, going to go for Thea. No, it's, it feels, feels bad, bad for you. <laughs> but that's only, a, that's only a 10 as it tries to bite out. It's oh, It's like laughing so hard. <laughs> So hard. Mm. And now it's your turn. <laughs> uh, all right. I will. Um, yeah, I guess I'll use my rod of lordly might and I'll turn it into a battle axe. And I will attack with it. All right. All right. And I will also use the paralyze function on it, Russ. Okay. I know what you're thinking. What? You have a function on that? There's three different things. I didn't even yeah. know you could paralyze something with that. Well, it's amazing what happens when you look at your character sheet, right, Amy? <laughs> Who knew? We're learning things today on Dungeons and Dragons. We're doing so good today. Okay, to hit that one is... Oh, wait, that's the wrong window. Hang on. All right. Oh, well, that's a lovely plus 13 to hit. So that's a 21 to hit. So tell me tell me what you do. I am going to roll damage, and then I'm going to go back to the other page which tells me what to do with this paralyzed okay. function. That is 16 damage. Uh, uh, I mean, you can tell me what it does, but that exactly kills it. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll save the bonus action for another time. Perfect change. Yeah, I imagine Flint turns around and is like, hey, guys, I can take care of this. And then you just stab into it, and everybody's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's done this before, folks. I'm like, you have to pick up your axe. I can't. Do I have like a pocket dagger or something that I can get? (laughs) Maybe like a Swiss Army knife or something similarly small. Sure. I'll keep an eye out yeah. for like a little short sword or something. Um, you survey the scene around you. Um, Mannix has gone down another step. And everybody make a perception check. 
I'm going to pick up my moist tongue longsword, by yep. the way, And Ross. so just to clarify, there is we can hear creatures, but we can see no other creatures. Yes, the stalagmites you... are still just stalagmites. Yes, the babbling has still continued. It's softer now, okay. but you still hear it. 24. And sorry, what are we rolling? A Perception. What? Uh, 18. But also I have an idea about what I'd like to do. But first, tell us what we perceive. Sure. I had a seven, oh. so tell Carla what she <laughs> perceives. Um, every, everybody except Flint uh, notices that uh, down on the bottom tier where there were two stalagmites, one of them appears to have moved more cl- more closely since you've entered to the cavern opening down at the bottom of this. <laughs> so I imagine they pick up their stalagmite skirts right. and walk forward. Yeah, and the little legs. Yeah, they only yeah. have 10, spe- feet of, 10 feet of movement, so it's slow. Just between actions. Until suddenly it's right up on you. Yeah. And all of you uh, who notice this, you look at it, and you know. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing that's changed in this room other than the exploded... Uh, stalagmite and the dead gibbering mother. I I have a suggestion. Since the stalagmites seem to turn into the creatures, perhaps we could just get on the magic carpet, fly down to the hole, avoid all the stalagmites, and get out of this room. I'm on board. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Flint just kind of has this look on his face like, we could have ridden the carpet the whole time? I mean, honestly... I thought about it at the beginning, and then I thought, well, that's not it's not very fun if all we do is get on a magic carpet and ride all the time. That's but at this true. point... Yeah, you know what's in this room. Why not? We know what's, we know what's going on. There's... We can have outsmarted it. But yeah, otherwise it's like, okay, Russ, we just ride the magic carpet through the whole build. Like, that's not I fun. use paths without a trace. Yeah, like, it's, it's let's make it more fun. Let's blow up a stalagmite, even though our friends don't know why we're doing it. Mm, it was confusing, but... <laughs> Very good. Uh, you all climb aboard the magic carpet. You every time you turn and look back, this one stalagmite has moved a little bit more. <laughs> You're not fooling anyone. That's what I yell Wait, at. Is it. it like the ghosts in Mario when you turn around and look at them? They like stop. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, you fly down into this opening down at the bottom, over top of the. Uh, uh, other gibbering mouther who you see form back into the gibbering mouther, kind of look defeated and then form back into a stalagmite <laughs> and then begin to move back to its other location slowly as you disappear into this cavern below. It uh, narrows and gets uh, down to about 15 feet. You're still able to all stand atop the magic carpet if you so desire. Yes. Flying through. Well, sitting. Sitting? I feel like I'd sit. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I feel you like I'd push it. my luck. Maybe your little Bodhi point break here. I don't well, know. I feel like sometimes I probably would, but since, yeah, we don't know what's coming. There's narrow caverns. Mm-hmm. It seems like I don't want to, like, get clothesline myself. <laughs> <laughs> also, you fall off. I believe this carpet just drops out of the air. Yeah, so. That's yeah. cool. Okay. You're all sitting on the magic carpet as the Russ is like, oh, that's good to know. <laughs> Just writing something down completely unrelated. Unrelated to for unrelated session, <laughs> everybody. Um, and then this chamber quickly opens up as you slow your pace and enter um, a new area where there are uh, there is a slab of jet black stone that sits at the center of this cavern alcove. Its sides show 
relief carvings of familiar old faces. You look at them a little more closely, and they're your own faces. Do those look like... This looks like... This looks like us, doesn't it? I uh, don't remember sitting for this. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, they did a really good job with us. They aged me, though, like... 250 years. You look very distinguished as an older elf. Oh, but thanks, Yenbol. You've aged nicely yourself. I feel we should not touch anything because mm-hmm. like yeah, the mirror's yeah, we should never magic, touch anything in here. This is not piles of garbage, but it is uh, magical and dangerous in that way, I suspect. It is a sneaky kind of danger. Yes. Okay. Can we look around and see an exit? There's no exit. Of course not. Is there an exit up? I look up. Negative. Oh. There's a sign that says, if you want to exit, touch your own portrait. Oh, shit. (laughs) Everybody make an investigation check in this room. Just going to say, can I investigate? Not great, guys. Not great. Oh, not 20. Oh, well, I got a four, so thank God. This is the Flint Flint knows all episode. Flint knows stuff. Yeah, Flint's yeah. a real smart guy. Flint knows all and Russ dodges all of Amy's spells. <laughs> I didn't mean to. It it's just okay. happened. It's fine. Let's just not talk well, about I it. I didn't anymore. mean to know everything, but I keep. I know. That this twice. is just you're underground. This is your this is your your home. Oh, yeah. this is this it is Flint's time to shine. Seems underground. Underground in a floating it, pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like you're underground in a floating pyramid. Also, Tom, I think that's how I live my life. I didn't mean to know everything. It just. It just happened. It's not my fault. I knew everything. Um, right. You, uh, Flint, uh, look around the room and you find no signs of egress. And you look closely, not touching, but closely at the table. And you watch it and periodically it alters the carvings on it. You see the faces as you entered. Um, and as you move around the table, they seem to follow you. And you see writings form between all of these movements. Can I read what the writings say? Is it a language I'm familiar with? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Perhaps? Maybe it is in... Uh, do you know Elvish? Elvin? I do not. This looks... Like, do you see the, the writing that happens on the table? It looks like maybe elvish but i really only need the or i really only know the the word for friend and bathroom <laughs> no i don't oh, know that one all right oh that would, oh that would explain a lot um okay it says you look at it and it looks like an old form of elvish so you make out touch transport and level touch transport level um and then I can't it's it's in an archaic script we don't write like this anymore touch transport level if can we, I roll something I also speak elvish can I t- roll something to see if I can understand sure yeah make a it? make yeah. an in, make an intelligence check that's not right can you uh, history uh, or oh, history's good. History could be. I'm good. an anthropologist. Yeah. You see, I like learning about things. Uh, Did we know 18. that about you? 
No, because we, you guys don't know me at all. We came and then the city oh, was exploding. Yeah, there's been so. a lot Just of adventure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. you look at it and you see the words that touch transport level, and you piece them together into a phrase that um, loosely translates to when you touch this portal you will transport yourself to the next level and you can also make out you will be one step closer to the edge and And I'm about to break break. (laughs) no you will be one step closer you will be one step closer this promises to move us to the next level but what level well, level of the pyramid? Level of Shangalar's twisted mind? I think those might be know. one in the same thing. You might be right. I feel like maybe we're on the bottom level of the pyramid and we have to find this room on each level that will maybe transport us up to the next level? Yes, we must be on the bottom. All we find is garbage. Trash. Fair enough. Refuse. It's got to go down. That's true. It all flows downhill. All right. Um, I I think we should all touch at the same time, just in case we somehow get separated. Yes. No, we don't have like a Freaky Friday situation here. Would you love to be in this body for a day? It can turn into any animal you want. Um. Okay. Uh, describe to me the process in which you for. Sing Kumbaya. I don't know. Tell me. Do, tell do me we what like you do. shuffle to find our own face so that mm-hmm. we're standing? Yeah, it would make sense to touch yeah, your own well, face, I right? I think it would be weird to touch someone else's old yeah. carved face. Yeah. Okay. Kind of reach slowly out with everyone at the same pace and like look at each other like, is this happening? Uh, I reach to my side and I grab the back of. Like, whoever's... So, like, Yenbull's we'll shirt. Yeah, we'll say it goes Thea, Yenbull, Flint, Mannix. So I reach... I don't think to reach out and grab anyone's I, shirt. I reach out to grab. Can I reach that far? Is it... Sure, yeah. Okay. Was, yeah I thought it was all on the same side. I didn't realize well, it was been, all on. Yeah, they've been moving around, as I described, so... Um, yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> I said just in case. Did we say three... Two. Thought someone else was gonna jump in there. One. You all touch the table at the same time, and the floor drops out beneath you like a, a rushing wave of wind. It's like you're being propelled up into the sky, and then, in a flash, you're in a stone-walled hallway. It's torch lit all the way down you look down one way and it ends in a dead end you look down the other way it goes down 10 to 16 meters another hallway how refreshing are we all here we look around are we all there I'm here all four of you are there and Thea you hear something hurry hurry I gotta go I gotta go fast gotta go Gotta go really quick. Okay, boys. Uh, uh, shh. And then down at the end of the hallway, you see a pseudo-dragon zip by. And then come back 
and looks down towards you and says, Holy fucking shit! Donnie? The song Long Road Ahead is by Kevin MacLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music and sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com or boomlibrary.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Cat Waterflame, Devin Michaels, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Stevie, Jessica Babiak, and Darylith. To find out more about how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where you can have exclusive access to 50-plus hours of bonus audio content create in-game NPCs and items, as well as play games with the cast. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. And I also pull out the last of that bread and the smelly cheese and put it on the top as the cherry on the garbage sundae. Mm. Uh, I'm hungry already. Mm-hmm. I feel like cherry on the garbage sundae has got to be the title <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Night has fallen, the moon is full, and we're inviting you to listen to Canada by Night, a podcast where professional improvisers play Vampire the Masquerade. Detective-turned-vampire Everett Fry accidentally becomes the sheriff of New Haven, an experimental town where they're testing if vampires and humans can coexist. Stuck leading a ragtag group of officers, the Bruja bounty hunter Val, the gangrel news reporter Evangeline, and the Tremere blood witch Doris, can Everett keep the town running? Or will everyone end up liquidated by the Vampire Council of Canada? Trending on global fiction charts and produced by Dum Dums and Dice, whose podcast Dum Dums and Dragons ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America. Listen now to find out why Canada by Night has been downloaded more than a half a million times. Canada by Night, its interview with the vampire, if it had all the characters from Parks and Rec in it. <laughs>